1: Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we are delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. And many thanks to our listeners around the world who tune in live and on demand. We have a wonderful show today. How to be happy and whole, no matter what, with Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard. So often, we find ourselves searching for happiness outside of ourselves, with fleeting moments that soon dissipate with the endless search for the next relationship, material object, job, entertainment, and activities that we think will bring us long-term fulfillment and happiness. I know this to be true because I've been there being disillusioned by societal standards for success and happiness until I came home to my true self with the realization that I am in charge of my happiness. Happiness is our natural state of being. Happy people are more healthy, productive, and creative. Most importantly, it just makes you feel good about yourself and life in general. And our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being depend upon our conscious choice to be happy. In the book, How to Live Without Fear and Worry, uh, Venerable K. Sri Dhammananda states, Happiness in the journey, not in the destination. Happy is he who has lofty and noble aspirations. Happy is he who is enriching the lives of all those about him. Happy is he who allows others to live peacefully without disturbing them. Happy is he who is contributing something to make this world a better place to live in. Happy is he whose work whose chores, whose daily tasks are labors of love. Happy is he who loves. Happy is he who is happy. I just love this comprehensive yet practical description of real happiness. And our guest today, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard, will show us how to cultivate and activate happiness, our innate state, what is already within us, to return to that natural state of peace, love, and joy. And she'll engage us in self-discovery practices and show us how to how we can get in our way and block our own happiness. Dr. Valerie is a brain hemorrhage survivor, self mastery expert, and CEO of the Hartley Center. She helps people live with more courage, confidence, inner peace, and happiness using her wisdom and her multi award winning number one international bestseller, "Living Happy to Be Me," dancing your soul lifestyle. She's a featured guest on podcasts, radio, and television. And now, uh, I'm so pleased to welcome our amazing guest, an expert on leadership, fulfillment, and happiness, on our show today: How to be happy and hold no matter what. Welcome, Dr. Valerie.
2: Thank you so much, Dr. Jean. I'm delighted to be here. I just am thrilled to be able to have this conversation with you for the benefit of your guests all over the world. Thank you for having me.
1: And thank you for returning to Love Light. And Dr. Valerie, you've had such an interesting uh, life and you've done so much uh, in terms of your corporate career and even what you're doing now to shine your light in the world. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what really inspired your work in this area?
2: Thank you. Uh, So a little bit about me and my inspirational spark. Uh, (laughs) I have a military background. My father was a career Marine. So as a Marine Corps kid, we moved around a lot and we we got a lot of conditioning around rules and regulations, and um, living in a certain energy in a certain way. And uh, fast forward from being a child into my adulthood, I've lived in about ten states, moved twenty-seven times, I think it is now. And so I've been a lot of places, a lot of environments. And one of my biggest moves was when I went to California to become a vice president of a corporation running about a billion dollar portfolio. And from an egoic perspective, I was really happy and thought I had arrived and uh, things were working out really well. I was at the pinnacle of my career. But then shortly after getting there, things just didn't feel the same. I ran into roadblocks that I couldn't seem to move. Uh, I had the perception, true or not, that people were trying to sabotage me. I felt very unsafe in my own skin. It was just a very bittersweet kind of thing. Like, ooh, I've arrived, but do I like where I am now that I've gotten here? And it really created this questioning within me, which was, um, I'm doing all the things that everybody told me would bring me happiness, only now that i'm here where i thought the happiness would really expand it seems like it's shrunk it seems like it's not as available to me as i wanted it to be and it really was a a major questioning this is about 20 years ago this is a a major questioning of okay why is my life my life i'm i've been purposefully questing toward happiness but i don't feel happy i don't feel fulfilled even though I have what people would say is definitely some really good material success. And so that was kind of the catalyst for me to go, okay, what I'm noticing is everywhere in my life, there's one common denominator. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) (laughs) I can't blame it on that situation. I can't blame it on those people. I can't blame it on this Pattern. I have to look at the one major pattern, which is me. And that's where I started doing the inside-out work instead of trying to manipulate the outside-in experience. And I think based on what you said in the beginning and how you and I, the conversations, the rich conversations you and I have had, you know exactly what I'm talking about, Dr. G.
1: Indeed. And it's interesting how seeking happiness and this Fulfillment begins with questioning. And I just love those profound questions you ask yourself. Yes. Because we, you know, B- Dr. Valor, we get caught up in being driven by the outside world. And, and going, and going, and going, doing, doing. doing.
2: <laughs> like it's the next, people are always focused on their goals, you know, smart goals. And where are you trying to go? And when are you going to get there? And, and we're doing, we're humans doing, we're not human being. And- no. So you're absolutely right. Like taking the time, having the self-direction to say, I think I'm going to get a little curious. Curiosity to me is one of the key foundational skills that people can need to cultivate and activate within themselves to live a high vibration life, to live as a conscious being, to be a change agent for yourself, not just for the world. It's curiosity. The question, huh? I wonder why I said it that way. Huh. I wonder why I'm thinking like this. Huh. I wonder why I feel like this. Huh. I wonder how I got here. And I love the one. Why is my life, my life? Because I didn't feel settled in my life. So it was a perfect place to start. And the other, another word that I love that you say that I say also cultivating and activating, Mm -hmm. being cultivating Being a gardener of the blooms that I want to see in my life, of the blossoms that I want to have unfurl as my experiences of peace, love, joy, harmony, um, freedom, emotional freedom in my life, and then activating what I've cultivated. Then that to me means standing in it and continually ongoing, noticing where I am, like when something from the old Valerie shows up. I love it. Heal it. Release the wounds, forgive myself, forgive everything in the situation, and then move on. And that's the cultivating and activating what I really want.
1: I love what you said about the analogy of cultivating and activating the the gardening aspect of it. And, you know, that's so beautiful because that that's exactly what we have to do, cultivate it, embody it, practice. And you and I were talking earlier about uh, this practice, you know, business of practice that we have to do this ongoing moment by moment. You never just arrive. <laughs> and I think that's so important for our listeners. And even, you
2: know, I love the whole idea of arrival because I, I, I like to think of my life as a journey and that, um what I've changed, Dr. Jean, in what I'm embodying is to have multiple mini destinations mm-hmm. on the journey without a final destination. I, the, uh, before this um, body of work that I am uh, bringing forth, before that, it was one destination. And I didn't really pay attention to the different way stations, rest stations, cultivation stations along the way. And now I'm in a very different energy, which is I'm okay. I'm a little bit more or a lot more okay in the questioning station. Like, hmm, what's going on here? Why is this happening? Uh, What is it teaching me? What are my opportunities? What more is possible? I'm much more comfortable there without feeling like, um, oh my gosh, it's never going to work and I'm not worthy and somebody's trying to sabotage me. So I'm much more comfortable there. I'm comfortable in the way station of the newness of something where I'm back as the innocence of a child, the wonder of, wow, this is something new I'm seeing in myself. I haven't really, I'm not really sure how I'm going to leverage this and be this at a deeper and higher level. I'm much more comfortable there without um, getting upset. I used to get upset with myself about, I can't believe you haven't learned this already. And like what's wrong with you that you're going all the way back to the beginner status? And I'm really liking being in the wonder of the child mind, the beginner oh, yes. mind. Yeah. And so it's those little little stations along the way. And I also, of course, love being an expert in certain things. And I just have let go of that egoic idea that because I'm an expert in something, that makes me an expert in everything. And therefore, I don't have anything more to learn, to experience, to express. And so the journey has just become much more exciting, inviting, and enriched.
1: I love that. And I love that you highlighted the many, multi, many destinations. Yes. Uh, and really to be easy and gentle with yourself on your journey. It makes it more pleasant. It makes it more enriching. Uh, you don't have to just get to this point or uh, uh, what? Uh, criticize yourself for not being at a certain point or you, it's taking you longer. And this is all part of the negative self-talk and even self-sabotage that's we're, that we're going to talk about a little bit later. But one thing I want to kind of talk about, you are a spiritual alchemist. You are a true testimony to that. Uh, and, you know, I was kind of exploring what is a spiritual alchemist, uh act of inner transformation, a healing, uh, freeing the inner parts of ourselves, the need to be uh, uh, changed. This leads to inner liberation and freedom, uh, you know, from self-destruction. Can you tell us more about your role? As a spiritual alchemist, and highlight what that really is from your vantage point. Yes, the
2: spiritual alchemy that people actually other people gave me that title. I didn't anoint myself <laughs> that. Um, thank you for bringing that up. And what people were saying to me is, you know, working with you has helped me turn the base experiences in my life, what I call the muck and yuck of our lives. The base experiences into golden opportunities. And the, you know, uh, alchemy is turning a base metal into gold. And so they use that as a way of talking about my helping them go from places in their lives where they were maybe um, not where they really wanted to be. And to to your point, they were noticing um, patterns that suggested self sabotage, although they really didn't want to admit that or go into that. Um, They were noticing things that were more um, seemed to be rooted in the past than actually being cultivated and coming up in the present. They were just noticing that base aspect of their lives and knowing that they wanted more um, and not really sure how to get there. And so What we do together is explore sort of where's their starting point. Um, It's not always necessary to go back into the past and dredge up old stuff. It does help if it's right there present, but you don't have to do that in order to go into golden opportunities. One needs only to be open to curious, curious about hmm, what more is possible. That's how you help identify golden opportunities to be looking for them and open to them and then to walk down the path. And as you walk down the path toward them, things will come up to show you where you're not aligned with what you're actually walking toward. It will, yes. it might come up as a challenge it might come up as a door that won't open. It might come up as a relationship that gets in your way or that takes you off track or that bothers you. It might come up as what you were talking about a little while ago about your self-talk, the inner voice, or it might come up as how you look at the others in your life. So a lot of people these days are mm-hmm. caught be twix in between negative inner self-talk, which actually comes from looking at what other people do or are doing mm-hmm. And deciding we're not as far, we're not as wealthy, we're not as happy, we're not as pretty, we're not as skinny, we're not. Whatever way we judge ourselves less than compared to the image that someone else is portraying
1: that we take as the rock hard truth. Perfect. So. That, that's a great explanation, hence why the inner work is necessary, because we're always talking to ourselves, and that inner work is so very important, and I cannot wait for us to return after our commercial break. We're ready now for one, so for our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on how to be happy and whole, no matter what, with our outstanding guest, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard, CEO of the Hartley Center, self-mastery expert, multi-award winning number one international best-selling author of Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul Light Style. Uh, She's an expert on leadership, happiness, and fulfillment. Stay with us. We'll be right back for more of Dr. Valerie's uh, self-empowering and mindful practices to help us cultivate happiness. Stay tuned. We'll be right back
3: announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period, following nine ingredients in the recipe of love love mastery devotion journal 21 day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on amazon.com and balboa press
4: or click the link on the Love Light show page.
3: Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean-Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another, is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love
5: I'm Judy Satori, I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now, and how we can surrender, but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart centred connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascent Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now, and there is so much help from above from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at ascension library.org have a wonderful day
4: it's your world motivate change succeed voice america
0: you are tuned in to love light with dr jean marie farish feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on facebook reach Jean at gene 72 Farish at yahoo.com That's Jean 72 Farish at yahoo.com And now back to Love Light.
1: Welcome back to Love Light, living in the Spirit of love and if you're just joining us we are with our outstanding guest Dr. Valerie Shepard, CEO of the Hartley Center. Self-mastery expert, multi-award-winning, number one international best-selling author of Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul Lifestyle. She's an expert on leadership, fulfillment, and happiness on our show today, How to Be Happy and Whole No Matter What. Who doesn't want to be happy? Who doesn't want to have a happy life? How do we get there? Dr. Valerie will share some of her empowering strategies that will help us become masters of our own life and achieve the happiness, peace, and love that is our innate state. Dr. Valerie, thank you so much for sharing uh, uh, your experience, your journey, uh, why it's so important to ask those reflective questions, and uh, the whole concept of what alchemy is about. Uh, Dr. Valerie, many are dealing with life challenges, losses, changes. They're spinning grief. Happiness appears to be out of reach, caught up in fear and worry. How can we transcend and transcend and blossom through our life experiences and challenges?
2: I love that question, Dr. Jean, and I feel like it's one that is my quest for myself. So one of the things I've learned, as Oprah would say, I know that I know that I know that life is full of all kinds of experiences. And what I teach, self-mastery, the definition that I use is mastering you in your life so that you can exquisitely manage whatever your life brings your way. Now, many of us are brought up to believe that if we just do a couple things here and there, the only thing that life is going to bring our way is jujubes and rainbows, and unicorns and flowers. And, and that happens for all of us for some period of time. Most of us, I will say, have positive experiences. They come up, they fly in. We're like, "Whoa, this is so awesome. And then what often happens is that situation changes like all of life is constantly doing changing 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 every moment like your own physical body is regenerating itself over and over and over and over and that kind of change all these different kinds of change are exceptional it's wonderful Gives us the opportunity to live in, through, around, and as the change. Here's the problem. We're conditioned to want everything to stay the same. Once it gets good, we want it to stay there. And the the dynamic is that's not really great for us. We didn't come here just to stay who we are. We came here to evolve into our higher selves, into the magnificence that we are being cultivated no matter what the situational dynamics are. So low consciousness looks at situational dynamics and says, look what these situational dynamics are doing to me. Look at what they're doing to me. It's a, it's a vibration that is all around blame and shame it's around what happens on the outside is what dictates how i feel on the inside it's the forces that are operating on me it's in psychological terms we are often conditioned to operate under external locus of control mm-hmm. which all i can do is just react life throws you you hear it embodied in these little platitudes like you know life gives you lemons So you make lemonade. Well, I don't like lemonade. So I wanted to know in my life, what if I wanted oranges or what if I wanted cherries? How do I deal with that? And so that's what I teach. So you hear the alchemy in that. It's not just make lemonade because that's all I got was lemons. It's no, I want to take that, which I would consider maybe not what I want, and turn it into the cherries, which are much more to my liking, and therefore the golden opportunity to have exactly what I want, exactly the way I want it. So the whole idea here is to self-master, to learn yourself really well. That's the three pillars of self-mastery. Self-awareness. What am I doing? How am I thinking? Where did that stuff come from? What triggers me? To think this way, negatively, versus that way, positively. What triggers me to go into shame, blame, and resentment versus, huh, self-mastery, possibility, personal responsibility, sovereignty, getting superiority over the stuff in my life that I don't like. What triggers me? Self-awareness. Then getting into self-acceptance. This is where the inner voice that you talked about, Dr. Jean, is so important. When we notice that we're out of alignment with the things that we want, when we notice that we're maybe not standing up the way we want to, or for me, I'll tell you on my own personal level, I notice that I sometimes struggle with completing stuff. I have, I've been making prayers and, and supporting myself on this journey to finish my business is the way I talk about it why do I have so much unfinished business? And the way I got to that was noticing through self-mastery, noticing, wow, how come I have so many projects that aren't done? I think they're done, but they're really not. So then in the noticing that I'm kind of letting myself down, I go to self-acceptance. So I tell myself, okay, we're noticing this isn't really the way we want to be supporting ourselves. So Um, what are we going to change? Meanwhile, I love myself anyway. I love myself through the change. I love myself enough to see, do I need some help? I love myself enough to say, what's getting in my way and how do I release it and forgive it? I love myself enough to forgive myself. Like that's the self-acceptance. And the third pillar of self-mastery is self-love. And that's the deepest one. And that's where no matter what is going on, even if I'm having trouble with the other two, I go to self-love anyway. And that means how do I nurture myself into a higher vibration? If I'm in environments that don't support me, I remove myself. I don't make them wrong. I just pull my energy out. If there are relationships that I don't feel are helping me, I pull my energy out. I don't kick people out of my life. I don't say nasty things to them. I just remove my energy. And then I'm in a different place. It's a self-loving environment that I'm creating. So those are the three pillars. And what I would say is the only way, the only way, I'll say it one more time, capital letters, the only way to get to the lives that we want, to get to the level of self-mastery that helps us create those lives is to practice and practice and embody the practices some more and cultivate and activate and practice some more. It's an, I always say to my uh, students and my clients, it is a forever journey. And I talk to the practices. I talk about the practices that I teach as forever practices. You are never finished with forgiveness. There is no point at which forgiveness isn't a supportive practice to your spiraling up into more peace, more love, more joy, more emotional freedom. And there are other forever practices, silence and meditation. You're doing it forever, forever. Connecting to nature, you're doing it forever, always giving yourself the peace that comes from connecting with whatever form of nature works best for you. I love mountains. I love big bodies of water. I love hummingbirds, hawks, and herons. And <laughs> they speak to me, and so I go speak to them as often as I possibly can.
1: I love your three pillars of self-mastery, and this requires, these are those so, such profound empowerment strategies but it takes dedication commitment being open to new approaches to return to this natural state i love what you said how we you know get caught up really looking at the outside world and bringing that inward when it should be the opposite where we have to sustain ourselves and work on our inner self and then we're able to kind of master uh, through self-mastery, we can, you know, really change our, you know, our, our perspective, uh, uh, how we look at things, right? Uh, yes. And and, that, and, mm-hmm, go ahead. That, and that's,
2: that's okay. And that's, you're mm-hmm. just, you have some juicy topics I'd love to weigh in on. So sure. one of the things that um, I have this seminal question that I um, teach everyone to use, and it's, here's the question, who am I being When I think I'm being me, Hmm. who am I being? When I think when I'm positive, I'm just being me. This is who I am. Hmm. When a person takes the three pillars of self mastery combined with that question. And they're really, um, what I would say is lovingly engaged. Like they're really, they really want to know the answer. A lot of things will reveal themselves to them. So, for example, when I asked myself that question, when I was saying, why is my life my life and who am I being when I think I'm being mean? I learned some of the low vibration, old past wounds that were a part of my idea of myself. So unbeknownst to me, there was running in my system, in my psyche, in my egoic value of myself, ideas about what it means to be Black in the United States in the 60s as a child of the sixties. So I grew up with a lot of um, condition patterns around what blackness means. And unfortunately a lot of the world is still incredibly anti-black and we don't have to go into that, but to learn that the conditioning of that had created in me a pocket of unworthiness as a result just not feeling comfortable in my skin a lot of places that I went. I didn't know that I was feeling uncomfortable in my skin. But when I started looking at why do I not like questions? When people ask me questions, I get defensive. Why is that? Not to just beat myself up and say, don't do that. I needed to know why in order to change it. Well, it's because I felt like the reason they were asking me questions was to prove that because of the color of my skin, I didn't belong there. I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't capable enough. I wasn't talented enough. I wasn't desired enough. Whatever all those things were that I was not accepted. And so my defensiveness was rooted in who I thought I was. Who am I being when I think I'm being me? Well, I'm actually being a, a young person who doesn't believe she belongs, not the person who is divinely endowed as belonging everywhere. Mm. And so these questions, when we really go into them, give us access to what kinds of things we should be doing. So that's one of my first questions. Who are you being when you think you're being you? Some of my clients find out they're being their parents. They're being the second grade teacher who used to bully them. They're being the bully on the playground. So who am I being when I think I'm being me? And then the other thing I would say that's a really great exercise is about this thing that you said. A minute ago, you set up the you said the word perspective. And perspective is critical. And to know your perspective about something and to know that it's just a perspective, it's not necessarily real or true. It's just the way you're seeing it. If you change your lens, your perspective changes. So might your beliefs about the situation and what what you would do in that situation. It's not the thing that's really the problem, but it's your estimation of it that's the problem. And so changing that perspective gives you a whole new way to deal with what might be going on. So those are two really important tools, forever tools that can be activated to get deeper into self-awareness, self-acceptance and self-love.
1: I love your question. Who am I being when I think I am being me? <laughs> that is so profound. And as you were sharing uh, my thoughts, well, you know, I was centering on how we live out these faulty beliefs and how these beliefs are like threads woven through all aspects of our lives. And what you indicated was it's nice. I mean, we have to stop and do some questioning, right? To ask ourselves, lovingly ask ourselves questions. And then love ourselves back into wholeness, right? These are fragments. These are pieces
2: of the past. They're not the whole past. That wasn't the the whole of me, but it was a thing that gets triggered. So what I say is this low vibration energy is embedded. And- Things happen in the outer world that trigger it. So when people say, why are you pushing my buttons? That's kind of what they're talking about. Something inside them got triggered by something that was going on on the outside, the way someone else is being, uh, the way a situation comes up. And that's how we know, oh, I got triggered. There's something inside me that is low vibration energy, and I'm being called to notice it self-awareness, to accept that it's there and make it okay. I'm not a bad person because there are little pockets of pain inside me, accept it, and then lovingly pull myself into a higher vibration by getting to know, being curious about that pocket of pain, loving it, forgiving it, and releasing it.
1: Yes, valuable insight. And I love you bringing up this whole issue about wholeness because through life experiences and these faulty beliefs that we live out, we become fragmented. (laughs) And maybe after break, we can talk a little bit more about that and how, you know, we get caught up in the past regrets and worry about the future. And you really highlight why it's so important to be present in our lives. And, uh, you know, looking at all of these, sabotaging uh, uh, ways that we manage ourselves and feeling that we're not good enough, uh, you know, uh, being in victimhood. And we're going to talk more about that when we come back from break. But right now we're ready for another break. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more on how to be happy and whole, no matter what, with our outstanding guest, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepard, CEO of the Hartley Center, self-mastery expert, multi-award-winning number one international best-selling author of Living Happy to Be Me, Dancing Your Soul Lifestyle. She's an expert on leadership, fulfillment, and happiness. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
3: Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book, We're All In This Together, Embrace One Another an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today.
5: I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on the Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show Love Light because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascent Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now, and there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multi-dimensional realities who are actually here with us wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day.
3: visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, We invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com.
4: Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth altruistic services and speaking engagements resources include classes workshops life care coaching and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts visit the website at farish consciouslovingcom that's Farish consciouslovingcom or click the link on the love light show page it's your world motivate, change, succeed voiceamericaempowerment.com
0: you are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook reach Jean at Jean72Farish at yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: Well, welcome back to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with our outstanding guest, Dr. Valerie Renee Shepherd, on our show today. Living uh, happy, <laughs> uh, living happy to be me. Uh, she is the CEO of the Hartley Center Self Mastery. She's a self mastery expert and multi award winning number one international best selling author of Living Happy to Be Me. And of course, on our show today, I'm so excited about having her. So uh, please pardon me. Our show today: How to be happy and whole no matter what. Dr. Valerie is an expert on leadership, fulfillment, and happiness. And Dr. Uh, Valerie, thank you so much for sharing those uh, uh, empowering questions and strategies. And one of the things that we were talking about was sustaining happiness. Uh, You know, with happiness comes emotional freedom. Uh, We're more in tune to inner peace, joy, and happiness. And you're going to share with us about those steps certain steps to achieve uh, happiness. So can you talk a little bit more about that?
2: Yes, yes, yes. I love talking about sustaining happiness. That's what we all want. So one, one aspect that is really important before I get to the four steps is being present. And we talked about forever practices. And this is one that you must absolutely master is noticing yourself when you're in the past and noticing yourself when you're in the future, and noticing yourself in the present, and noticing how can you bring yourself from one back to the most important place, which is the present. That's where your life is actually unfolding. So, I know that we live in a world where we're constantly, you know, as a a business professional running a billion-dollar portfolio, I absolutely was always looking at the past and the present, excuse me, the past and the future, right? That was That's the way we um, protect businesses. We learn from what didn't work in the past and what did work. We change it in the present and we try and project in the future what's going to happen. So I totally understand. And I'm not saying you completely turn your back on that kind of noticing. What I'm saying is you spend most of your decision making time, your living time in the present moment. And here's a quick example. So I was talking with my mom about this earlier today, and she was saying sentences that started with, I thought. So notice, I thought is a past tense declarative statement. So what you're going to say after that is what you believed was so in a previous moment. Hmm. Notice that that's the past. And when you notice yourself, gee, I'm saying past tense a lot. You might just change your phraseology and bring yourself into the present moment. Here's an example of a contrast. So I'm talking to someone instead of saying, Well, I thought you meant XYZ, I could say, I'd like to check in on what you mean by what you are saying. That is a present moment statement, it's in the here and now. It doesn't take you back to what you believed was so at a previous time. It keeps you focused right now. You're checking in on what's unfolding here and now, not anchoring in what you thought happened a few moments ago. So that's a little quick tip, uh, tip and on another forever practice, being present. Present moment awareness and activation. Okay, the four-step process. Now, this is in my book it's embedded in everything that I teach. Every, it's, it's a part of how I live life. And it's a part of what I do. And everything that I do in the world is rooted in these four steps. And these are an amalgamation. So what I did when I was um, teaching myself self-mastery, learning what that was, was, I noticed through all the different books I read and master teachers I trained with and spiritual practices that I embodied, there seemed to be a through line. And the through line is how I created my four steps, that all the different change systems were somehow talking about these four steps. So number one, wake up to the truth of who you are. And to me, that is seminal. Waking up to you being more than just a human in the third dimension called earth that you are actually spirit, that you are a divine being endowed with heavenly abilities that you can bring in, activate and live by in the third dimension. So that's number one, wake up to the truth of who you are. Number two, shake up and release anything that doesn't align with number one. So if I, Valerie Shepard, have a consciousness that is embedded in this idea that I'm unworthy and I'm not enough because of the color of my skin, that doesn't align with number one. So I have to, regardless of where that came from, whether it's right or wrong, whether I like it or not, my job and personal responsibility is, huh, how do I forgive and release that? How do I get closer to an idea of myself that is really rooted in the divinity of myself? And you do that on several levels. Shake up and release whatever doesn't align with number one. Step three, make up a new story of who you are going to be in your life. Make that up, like whether you do it by a vision board, whether you do it by journaling or both, however you do it. Now that you know, I'm more than I thought I was. I'm getting rid of the things that want to hold me in a low vibration. I'm going to change the way I live my life. And notice it's make up a new story of you in your life, not just your life. If you want your life to be different, you have to be different in your life. That means you have to have a different consciousness. You have to make changes. You have to change your perspective about things. So you might have to go from victimhood and victim mentality into personal responsibility and interior locus of control. You'll have to figure that out. But that's the third step. And the fourth step is take up the reins and go live it. And what does that mean? That means now that you know all this, the truth of who you are is a magnificent being. It's In the title of my book, the capital M-E stands for magnificent essence. That's Mm -hmm. who you really are, magnificent essence. So now that you know that and you're getting rid of the stuff that is contrary to that, and you've made up this new story of who you're going to be in your life, take up the reins means how do I make it a, forget, a forever practice? How do I continually unfold this new version of me, this higher aspect of me, the wholeness that I am as a divine being? How do I love myself back into wholeness as I go forward? That's yeah. what That's how you sustain it. That's how you can tap into your inner happiness, no matter what's going on outside you. And so, for example, what's going on outside me right now? I am in Virginia visiting my big brother who himself had a brain bleed on April 29th. And I am dealing with the dynamics going on there concerned about my brother's healing, the evolution of his healing, concerned about like, where will that end up? Um, Concerned about my 90-year-old mother who is traveling with me and distraught about her son, um, knowing that I'm living in Europe and how do I, like, what is mine to do here? So there is a lot of external, what I would call potentially stressful, potentially debilitating, uh, they, uh, saddening, um, not great dynamics. And there are millions of people out there who have stories like mine, who are either dealing as the sandwich generation or in whatever way you're dealing with the health or lack thereof, of a, a loved one. So I know my, I'm not the only one. Well, how do you stay happy? And some people actually even feel guilty by staying happy while a loved one is going through a tough circumstance and what is anchoring me in the place where i can feel what they what he's happening what's going on with him and help and still stay in a high vibration is what i'm talking to you about now it's mastery over the the ways that the external environment could whip me around and turn me inside out and upside down except for my cultivation an activation of the four steps and my knowledge and embodiment of the truth of who I am and what that means I can do in my life no matter what
1: beautiful and very encouraging strategies and how you implement your forever practices Uh, This is so profound, and what you brought up about people feeling guilty being happy, but it's our responsibility to keep our vibration high. And Dr. Valerie, we send love, light, and well wishes uh, for your brother uh, and and your mother as you move through this challenging situation.
2: Thank you so much, Dr. Jean. I receive that on behalf of all of us. Thank you very much. All right. I do agree. I was going to say I do agree with you that the dynamics going on mm-hmm. okay. require us to really, really, really anchor in higher vibration no matter what. And that's the wholeness. That's where the wholeness comes from yes. is choosing it.
1: Well, Dr. Valerie, how? Uh, first of all, tell us about your gift to listeners and your upcoming uh, class before we close out.
2: Absolutely. So here's where a lot of people get to check in on what's their level of self-mastery. Uh-huh. So first you can get my book. And if you don't want to buy it, you can download it on my website at happytoothp.net or you can get it at at Amazon or Barnes and Noble. And I have a seven-day challenge coming up in a couple of weeks. And it's a a seven-day experience of different tools and tips and practices that I use to help people get self-mastery. So you can go to tinyurl.com tinyurlcom forward slash all spelled out these three words, self-mastery challenge, oh, self-mastery right. mastery challenge. And you can join the challenge. It's completely free. Okay. There are stuff to do every day. Mm-hmm. And I check in with people. We have okay. meetings that's there. Mm-hmm. And then after that, if you want to go deeper, I have a 10 week course as the okay. next and you can always jump into that.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Valerie. You have certainly inspired and encouraged us to activate and cultivate happiness. We appreciate you sharing your steps, your wisdom, the mindful practices that can help us return to our natural state of being. Thanks for your generosity and your gift to listeners. And uh, we like we invite listeners to connect with Dr. Valerie, to go deeper and listen back on-demand, and share our show with others. Strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by accessing your weekly love practice posted on the blog pages of my website, Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, consciousloving.com and Journey.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. You know, live now in each present moment. Bring meaning and joy to all your days. Life is precious. Time waits for no one. Choose to be happy. Even in the midst of the most challenging situations, we can take a pause. Find something beautiful to focus on and be grateful for. A flower, the smile of a child, the fact that you're given another moment to live and love. You can access my books, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, companion book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, weekly 21-day journal prompts and affirmations to strengthen and embody your practice of love in your daily life. Be happy and create a life you love. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your love light host coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining thank you so much for tuning in thank you for
0: listening to love light this week be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel have a wonderful week filled with love self-worth and better connections